You are listening to the Business Society Podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com columnist. The Business Society community is where business owners come together to learn about real business, common problems, and real solutions. Are you a successful business owner who is now ready to learn how to increase your profit margins so that you can keep more money in your pocket and build your personal net worth? You are in the right place. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I share with you real advice that will help you increase the profit in your business and build your net worth. I know you're a genius at what you do, regardless of what profession you're in, and I'm here to help you make sense of the money and other pressing business issues. Have a business problem? We'll find real business solutions. Formerly a full-time co-host of ABC's The View, starring in Netflix's Emmy-nominated Fuller House, best known as DJ Tanner from Full House, and her films that appear on the Hallmark Channel, Candace Cameron Bure is an entertainment industry powerhouse. Candace is a New York Times best-selling author of Reshaping It All, Balancing It All, and Dancing Through Life. Her first fashion line with home shopping giant QVC, Candace Cameron Bure Clothing, launched April 19th and sold out in nearly every style in less than 24 hours. Candace is also a longtime supporter and board member at skip1.org. Hello, Candace Cameron Bure. Welcome to the Business Society. I am so excited to have you, you here today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. You are an amazing entrepreneur. You have a New York Times bestselling author. You are an actor. You've started your own clothing line. Is there anything that you haven't done yet? Of course, there's a few things, but that are on the list. I plan to take over the world. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And we will be here to watch. That's fantastic. So, you know, being an entrepreneur, I mean, you had your start when you were really young, you were an actor, uh, Full House series, which was amazing. I grew up watching that, by mm-hmm. the way. How did you get into being an entrepreneur, a business owner yourself? Well, yeah, I've been working for a long time for 40 years. <laughs> I'm 45 years old. So wow, I started very... <laughs> I started very young, of course, and at five years old, acting was fun, but of course, I wasn't thinking about it as a job. As I became older, I realized my entrepreneurial spirit, and I knew that I had a lot of drive in me, and there were lots of things I wanted to do in life. So it all kind of, it all kind of changed really in my 20s, knowing that there were so many things I wanted to do. And that was the time for me where I started writing them down and praying about it and making those lists of things that I could accomplish or do one day. And a lot of those things didn't happen and for 10, even 20 years after that. So there's been a lot of hard work and effort in it. But you know, just being one thing, I guess, for me wasn't satisfying enough. I didn't only want to be an actor. And it it didn't mean that I, I, I love the entertainment industry, but I love producing, I love directing. And then there's so many other facets of my life because of entertainment that were so appealing to me, like fashion and beauty. And 
of course, philanthropy as well, which isn't about being an entrepreneur, but using the gifts that you've been given and what you're able to do, and then use that in a broader sense for helping others. Absolutely. So first, let's talk about your new fashion line, because Mm -hmm. that was launched from what I recall, August 24th, I believe. Is that correct? No, it launched in April oh, my of this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. My apologies. So I know that you've got this amazing uh, blazer jacket. And what other types of articles do you sell? Because I also am aware that it's a very inclusive fashion line, which is fantastic. Yes. So it covers from extremely petite to sizes all the way up. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So the line is exclusive to QVC and we range from triple extra small to 5X from petite sizes to regular sizes. And that's all in height. And the entire collection is West Coast casual. It really, you know, came from inspiration from my own closet as a working woman but as a mom and someone who was born and raised in LA, so there's always been a very casual essence to my to my clothing, but it always needs to look put together and things that can work well with me throughout the day from transitioning from mom duties to work duties to a business meeting, whatever that is. So the pieces include everything from, you know, denim. I have lots of denim in there because it's such a staple for the West Coast. Jeans, skirts, dresses, tops, blouses, blazers. I mean, I try to make dressing easy for you in terms of the color palette. Everything is coordinates and works well together. So I'm hoping that as you build this collection over time, you are simplifying things for yourself. So getting dressed in the morning is not a headache for you. I love that. And I understand that inclusivity was really important for this Mm -hmm. fashion line. And why is that? Because every woman, no matter your shape or size or height, you should feel confident in your clothes. And I've met so many beautiful people all over the world. And when I even started, when I dipped my toe into fashion, you know, I realized how important it was that I provide something for every body, literally everybody to be able to work in. And I didn't want to exclude anyone in that. And QVC was such a wonderful place for me because I could be size inclusive with them. And it's hard to find, which is so sad to me. It's so sad. And that's why it was just such a focal point for me. And that's a big reason why I chose to work with QVC. And I love that because I was looking at your line as well. And I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Oh, this is really nice. And a bonus, they have it in my size, mm-hmm. which, you know, oftentimes I'm right at the point where it's cut off. And, yep. you know, I, I really appreciate the fact that I, I don't have to worry about that with your line. Now, I understand that you are working with Skip One. Would you Mm -hmm. tell us about Skip One? Yeah, so Skip One is a nonprofit organization. It's been around about 13 years, and I've been a board member since its inception. And it was founded by one of my closest friends, Shalene Bryan. Her story is really amazing, and I encourage you to take the time to read it or Google her name and listen to some of her TED Talks. She's really an incredible woman. And she founded Skip One out of a need that she saw after going to Africa 
to visit two children that she was paying on a monthly basis that she had on her refrigerator wall. And there's a whole story to that, but she founded it after taking that trip to Africa and realizing the need that there are schools and orphanages that need kitchens to provide food for children all over the world and food that they may only get that day at that school. So she founded skipone.org. And what we do is build kitchens in schools and orphanages in places like Africa and India, the Philippines, South America. And we also bring clean water to remote villages. And we work in the U.S. with the homeless community directly with food distribution. And so in the month of September, we have Skiptember. And we ask you, if you could skip something, could you deny yourself? Could you sacrifice something like coffee? Could you skip your lunch? Could you skip your manicure? And could you donate that money to skipone.org instead? 100% of your proceeds go directly to benefiting the building of these kitchens and food distribution, which is pretty remarkable. There are very, very few nonprofits that 100% of your donation goes directly to the building of that. And it's just a it's a wonderful, wonderful organization. And we've just been kind of quietly doing this work for many, many years. But we encourage you to pick a day in September and skip something. I love that. And I will definitely leave the links for skip one in the notes. So what is like, why is this important to you, this type of work, especially as an entrepreneur? Is it important to give back? Incredibly important. There's so many reasons why and I will I can come from a biblical point of view as a woman of faith of why it's so important to give back. But ultimately, my mom and dad modeled it so well, growing up. And you realize when you see it, and then when you actually do it, how important it is to use whatever God's given you and be able to give back to those that need help and do things. And selfishly, it feels so good. It, it feels feel so good. good to be able to gift something to someone who can't repay you. Absolutely. And I really feel that it's a duty and an obligation for those of us who can easily give back in that way that we do, that we serve those that are in help and in need. And that comes from, you know, all different places in the world and all different kinds of circumstances, but find what's important to you and go out there and make a difference. Absolutely. And out of curiosity, are you skipping anything this month? I have, I've already skipped. I skipped a big dinner, a dinner party, I should say, with friends that I would have picked up the bill for. And I donated that money instead and had some leftovers at home. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's a great idea. I think I'm going to do something like that too. And I will definitely, let's see, what will I skip? I don't know. I'll think of something great. And I will definitely leave my donation for that as well. Because especially as entrepreneurs, I always believe, you know, in giving back, like we create such mm -hmm. a great community around us. And we have, you know, so many great colleagues that can help out. We're very blessed with what we have. And yes. you're right. It feels fantastic to, to give. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, this is definitely a value I've always tried to instill in my kids as well. So let's see, as an entrepreneur, would you consider yourself a self-made woman? Do I consider myself self-made in terms of 
working for everything that I've accomplished for not being handed anything for doing it my way in terms of not <laughs> listening to all the people that said no to me. Yes, I would consider myself self-made. But in the bigger definition of self-made, I don't think anyone is self-made, meaning they need other people. I've had people encouraging me along the way. I've had people praying for me along the way. And then I have business partners that have helped and we've worked together. So there's no way I could have I could have accomplished what I have and the things I still want to continue to accomplish without my team and the help of others and just that encouragement as well. So in that sense, nobody's self-made. Yeah, I agree with you on that. You need a partner. Yeah, you need a partner and it definitely takes a village. But going back to what you said, I find it very interesting because people may think that, you know, you're coming from a place of privilege, that nobody would ever say no to you, that you had more advantages than the average entrepreneur when starting your business line and such. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to hear the fact that people have said no and how you responded to those no's along the way. (laughs) Well, I love talking about this. so I'm glad you brought it up because... It is true. It's very easy to think, oh, you're on TV. So everyone hands something to you. I was on TV. I have been on TV since I was five years old, but I, I will absolutely say full house gave me a platform, a recognition that helped me. But remember that that was from when I was 10 to 18 years old, a lot changes after 18. I mean, once you become an adult, you have to forge your own way. And What has been incredible to me is it was after that time when I was 20 years old that I actually stepped away from the business and became a mom full time for more than 10 years. And that was the time I was actually building my brand and doing a lot of the grunt work in terms of knowing who I am which I think is so important to know what your brand is. You have to know who you are. You have to know what principles you're going to base it on. And also to me, the, the brand is all about truthfulness and integrity and character. So the time that I wasn't actually in front of a camera or doing anything was the time that I was building what my brand has become and being that person behind the camera. So that when I came back into the entertainment industry in my 30s, that's when I started putting all of those efforts to work. And I've been told no so many times. I mean, it's hard to walk away from the industry and then you just come back and say, here I am. It's not like everyone opens the door and just says, yeah, come on back in. We we receive you and we're just going to give you this platform again. So I really had to work my way back up, but I was never, ever willing to compromise. Meaning when I got offered things that I knew did not fit into what my brand identity is. I was willing to say no. I said no to so many things that could have made me successful at the time, but I knew they were not within the parameters of what my brand is. Mm -hmm. And then there were other times that I'm, you know, I've been pleading to people (laughs) for practically all my life saying, no, I understand this. I understand my audience. I understand the people, what she wants and what I can provide for her. 
but you're not listening to me. You're not listening because I got told, no, no, people aren't interested in this. People aren't interested in that. But persistence and tenacity are everything when it comes to business. Absolutely. So I'm curious. So you built your brand, which is fantastic. What values are your, is your brand based on? Well, the first, the first one is trust. I know that within my brand, it comes with honesty and integrity and that, you know, I'm, I'm an open book pretty much. What you see is, is what you get. I share a lot of my life and that hasn't just been on social media, but a lot on social media. And I know that that my brand is trustworthy because I've been consistent with my life over all of these years since I was a little girl and people can can see that and watch it through the years, which is so important. But my brand is also based on, like I said, character and integrity. It is really a place that is family friendly, that has been so intentional within my brand my entire life. Whether it's a place of entertainment whether it's clothing, whether it's beauty, whether it's books, it's all a place that families, no matter what age, children and adults alike will feel safe and can trust. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And I do believe I read something a couple of weeks ago where speaking of families, you are now an empty nester with your husband. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. I can totally relate because I just sent my first off to university this year. So we just left him on Sunday and it was it was pretty hard on mom. Yeah, I know. I are didn't get to take mine. <laughs> I, yes, I, I FaceTime them just about every day. And that I'm so grateful for that. But I, you know, I have a lot going on too. So I don't think either of us are sitting at home twiddling our thumbs, you know, but (laughs) so that always, that always helps. But I am so looking forward to visiting my son because he's on the East Coast now. I'm on the West Coast and I'm just, I count down the days to holidays. I'm like, when are you coming home for Thanksgiving? (laughs) I love that. So if there's any tips that you would want to leave entrepreneurs who are either starting out or they're facing, you know, those no's that we often face get faced with. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. care who you are. You are definitely going to have ups and downs as an entrepreneur. Yeah. There's definitely bumps in the road. Yeah. So what kind of advice would you leave for people who are challenging and perhaps struggling with that? I think the biggest lesson I've, I've learned is that there isn't one way to do it. And if you get that no, and even if you get a couple of no's, don't let it get you down. You can find another solution. And maybe the way you want to do it, maybe it still will work and you just need a different voice that will hear you. But you can also be flexible enough without compromising and find another solution. I really love thinking about when I think about the world that it's and when I'm doing business, that circumstances aren't necessarily problems. It's just another way for me to find a solution. And it's like a puzzle and you have to put those pieces together. And sometimes the way you thought it might work won't, but just keep trying, keep trying. Failure is a wonderful thing because we learn from it, but don't let anyone tell you you can't and because you can, and you just got to keep moving in the direction, but know who you are. I would say if if anything, you need to know who you are, what your business is, and really have those foundational pillar principles before walking into it or opening it up, whatever it is that you're doing. 
you, you got to know what your, what your business is and who you are. That is really good advice. I'd love to hear that. Thank you for sharing. Now, what is next on your agenda? Are there any other goals that you're going to be surprising us with? Anything that you're <laughs> working on that you want to share maybe? I have lots of things that I'm working on, that's for sure. Not that I'm going to share yet. (laughs) We'll have to stay um, tuned. (laughs) We'll have to stay tuned. But in in the meantime, I have another Christmas movie that I'm about to start filming for the Hallmark Channel. So that'll be really fun. But yeah, lots of other business stuff that's on the horizon. And we just make those announcements as as they come out. That's fantastic. And we'll definitely keep watching you and wishing you best of luck with everything. And thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. If people, which I know they will be looking for you, and I know it's very easy to find you, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Yeah. How can they find you and your fashion line and such? Great. Well, you can find me on socials and on even my website, which is Candice C. Bure, B-U-R-E, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And my clothing line you can find exclusively at qvc.com. And go to skipone.org, that's skip with the number one.org and check out this nonprofit too. And I hope that you'll help. Perfect. And we will be leaving all those links in the notes. And thank you again for joining us. It's been such a great talk. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Business Society Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, and share this podcast with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And never forget, nobody will ever care about your money as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.